Degenerate Derek Podcast. Yo, what's up, everybody? It is me, Derek, your host of the Degenerate Derek Podcast, back for, I believe, episode 28. Sounds something right. Something like that, yeah. yeah. It's week uh, 11? 11. 11 yeah. in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting lost here a little bit. Uh, we are back. It is our podcast. It is. We're here to do our picks. Um, been a miserable one for me. Jared is absolutely killing it overall. Let me recap the standings. Overall, Jared had another four and one weekend another last weekend. One. Damn. God damn. Absolutely dominated. He's picking 56% mm-hmm. overall in the year. That means if you follow Jared all year round, you are making money. He's 28 and 22 on the year. Coming in a second place, technically, is dumbass Daniel. Yeah, that's high. At 20. <laughs> 29 and 1. He had a push. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm coming in. I'm bringing up the rear at 20 and 30 overall. Wow. It is. I went uh, 1 and 4 last week. Just got out of the hole a little bit. Almost had back to back over five weeks. <laughs> and 1 and 9 in my so last well. picks. I was all right. You know, I, I've fallen off. I can't pick uh, anything lately. I um, I did win last week. I won my Sunday night game. I won my Monday night game. But then, like last week, I bet against the Steelers pretty much all year mm-hmm. round. Like I've just I bet against them. I'm like Steelers, no Ben Roethlisberger. Eventually, it's gonna run out. I lost. I picked them last week. Or I picked the Rams last week. They got fucking blown out, killed. And then I picked the Steelers last night, and they lose to the Browns. That part wasn't as shocking as what happened at the end of wow. the yeah. uh, end of the game with Miles Garrett. And uh, Mason Rudolph getting into it. Miles Garrett obviously being the uh, best defensive player on the Browns. He, was he the number two, number one overall pick? He was like, he, yeah, he right. He was up there. I yeah, think he, I think he was number one overall I think he was pick. the number one overall pick, yeah. yeah, by Cleveland some years ago. Um, I can't wait to see how long this guy's going to be suspended. I'm sure, you know, everybody's seen the video of him taking off Mason mm-hmm. Rudolph's helmet and then hitting him in the head with it. What well, you got, Jared? Well, it was pretty interesting. So this morning, like, the first thing I talked to you about was was the game last night. Yeah. And one of the things you said to me is, Miles Garrett is a pretty level-headed dude. He is. It he's always seems like not, it. He's actually, not? No. He's, so, he comes off that way. He comes off that way. He seems like the nice guy, but week one... Yeah, yeah. he did go to a He's yeah. an Aggie. Whoop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Game one of the year, they were versing Titans. He punched dude in the face. Wow, okay. Then he had a dirty hit on Sam Darnold when they were playing the Jets. Okay. And then there was a, I think there was another game as well. So he has a history of He has a history of playing as close to the line as he can. He got super pissed, though, last night. Yeah, he did. He went too far. Mason Rudolph, I I do agree. Like, they were getting into it. Mason Rudolph, there is, if you look at the film, Mason Rudolph tries to rip his helmet off first when they're on the ground. And then when they get to their feet, Rudolph has a hold of his face mask. The lineman comes in, gets involved. Rudolph's going at it the whole time. Rudolph yes. wants some. And, uh, you know, then Miles rips his helmet off. And I figured he'd throw it because I've yeah. seen that done before, right? Yeah. Where somebody rips somebody's helmet off and then threw it. And they obviously got suspended, kicked out, all that stuff. But I thought that's what he was going to do. When he then hammer fisted <laughs> the helmet into the top of Mason Rudolph's head, I was like, oh my God. And then uh, Maurice Pouncey coming in mm-hmm. there. He threw seven punches yep. and two kicks. Yeah, <laughs> that is a guy who was—he uh, was not seeing his uh, quarterback get beat up. No, um, and I, I do respect this though out of Garrett. He yeah. they asked him what did what did Mason Rudolph say to you, and he and he basically said, "I'm not going to tell you that." Right. He right. told the media, "That's between us." Yep. He's going to take this this punishment on the chin. Yeah. It's probably going to be you know one of the biggest punish, punishments ever seen for an on field incident mm-hmm. ever in the NFL. 
Uh, Vontez Perfect right now, he holds three of the top five <laughs> for longest suspensions for an on-field incident. That's so great. I believe he has a three-game suspension, he has a five-game, mm-hmm. and then this year he, he got a 12-game yes. suspension, which is the biggest of all time. I think Albert Hainsworth was on that list and somebody oh, else. Oh, yeah, he's had like yeah. six or eight or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. So uh, Miles Garrett will probably surpass all of them. Uh, we were talking this morning, Billy thinks he'll be suspended all next year. I don't think it'll be that long. Um, but I do think it's going to be like a 10, 12 game suspension. I, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. see 10 or 12. Yeah, because but it, who knows? It may be more. I'm it, curious to see. The money is going to be interesting. Yeah, the money will be interesting. There's a lot of suspensions coming up. Like, you know, in baseball, I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what happens with that Astros thing. I feel like that's just the tip of the iceberg there. Yeah, that's going to be real intense. So a lot of suspensions going on, but the Browns get the W last night. They cover the uh, three points. They win 21 to seven. Um, The Browns, you know, look for them to not get hot, but a lot of people are going to get on them because Mm -hmm. they have a pretty favorable schedule coming up. They got to play like, uh, I think the Dolphins, and then they got a bunch of like losers coming up on their schedule. So it's totally doable for them to get back on track. I'm still hoping that my under nine wins will come in on that game, though. Not a lot. Uh, we'll get into the NFL here in just a second. I did want to touch on college just a little okay. bit. Um, I wanted to see how you guys felt about the undefeated Minnesota. Is it Gophers? Gophers. Yes, Golden Gophers. So they are 9-0, and right? They yeah. are on the road this week in Iowa City, taking on Iowa. And right now they are currently three-point underdogs. Why? I guess maybe, dude, they don't believe that they can win. They beat Penn State last week, though. Strumpet's schedule is completely against Minnesota. They played right. cupcakes all the way but up that, until that Penn that State Penn game. That Penn State game is arguably like one of the bigger wins of the year, right? It's yeah. their biggest game of the year. Yeah, but um, I'm just talking about over. if you look at all the games overall, right? Like, they were both 8-0 and last week going into that game. That was I, huge, right? No, I don't think no? so. All right. I, I'm, I'm not on this Minnesota team at all. So you would say you would side with Iowa here? Yeah, absolutely. Minus they, three. They needed that late interception in the end zone to seal that win against Penn State. Okay. And I love the, I love the confidence that they have. Yeah. They feel like they're the best team in the country, as they should. Right. But they're far from it. They've just been very, very lucky up to this point. Okay. Well, that was that was a line I wanted to talk to you guys about. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, Minnesota plus three? Mm-hmm. Like, why are yeah. they plus three? And they might not Iowa- the guy will get that dub there. I was usually won big games like this before in the past. And it I is in like, Iowa too. Yeah, yeah I, I feel s- like they will. I can see the yeah. streak ending. Okay. What about uh, Baylor? Uh, Oklahoma being ten and a half point favorites on the road in Waco. Baylor's one of those teams too in the Big Twelve that hasn't really had an easy schedule. They've beaten you know the teams mm-hmm. that they're supposed to beat. I didn't even know they were ten and zero. No, but I, I never even <laughs> knew Baylor was undefeated. Yeah, right. they're the until, most last quiet team. until last week. Yeah. Until last week, I was like, yeah. "What the hell happened here?" So it, they it, haven't played anybody in the conference in my division. I mean, the Big Twelve is pretty weak. A lot of people year. had them losing to TCU last week, which they should have. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I can see them beating Oklahoma though. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, Oklahoma's kind of stumbled ever since their loss to Kansas State. Yeah, Kansas State. State yeah. Right, Iowa State. Right, didn't they? They didn't play good against them. I feel like I read as well. Like they. Yeah. And they, this game's in Waco too. Yeah. So it'll it's be, gonna be it'll a big be a game. One. I thought the funniest thing about last week, the worst beat uh, last week in college or pro football had to be the Baylor TCU under. So uh, I believe that total was maybe 50s or something like that, mm-hmm. maybe low f- or high 40s, somewhere in there. That game was 9-6 to six yeah. with eight seconds left in the game. Baylor ties at 9-9. Nine and nine. It then goes to triple overtime and hits the over. 
That game was <laughs> that game was nine to six with eight seconds left, and somehow the over hit in that game. That had to be one of the worst uh, bets or wor- worst bad beats that I've ever seen in my life. Minus maybe the uh, college basketball halftime over that I saw hit. It was this guy like hit a full court shot that like made it go over. Like it was it was Oof. ridiculous the other wow. night. So let's move on though to week eleven. In the NFL, we got some key matchups. Big news that just came down the list for the first game out here. Uh, we got the Cowboys at the Lions. Cowboys coming off a loss to the Vikings. Uh, the Lions coming off a loss to Bears. The Bears, yeah. Bears. And I was pissed. I made a video about it. I was very upset because Matthew Stafford was not ruled out until the morning of the game saying, mm-hmm. quote, that he had a broken back. And, and for somehow, yeah, it was so, like, yeah. big news. Like nobody said shit. Nobody all said year. shit the whole the whole week. And the morning, they're like, "Oh yeah, Stafford's out. Driscoll's in. Matthew Stafford has a broken back." Um, but apparently, it's like some broken hips, and his, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, whatever it is. Uh, it, thank God they just ruled just now. Breaking news is that Matthew Stafford will be out for this week. I'm sure that that game has been taken off most boards. Right now, I got it as Cowboys three and a half uh, point favorites in this game on the road against the Lions. There's no way that will stand over and under is at 51 and a half. I can't imagine anybody has a bet on this game. No, not at no. all. Okay, no. perfect. Okay, so Cowboys obviously got to go get it done. Uh, can't lose to Driscoll in Detroit. That no, would be not really, at all. No. That would be really, really, really bad. Uh, all right, so moving on. We got a very interesting game to me because of what happened last week. The New, or- New Orleans Saints, 7-2, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Line currently sitting at Saints minus 6 with the over-under being 49.5. Saints coming off a brutal loss last week to the Atlanta Falcons where they were 14-point favorites at home. Drew Brees got beat up. Uh, they were under pressure all game long. Atlanta outclassed them, beat them in every aspect of the game. Does that happen again? Is the, Do the Saints fall off, or do they have a comeback win against the turnover-stricken, horrible Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are coming off a win, I believe, against Arizona? Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. yeah. Anybody got a play on this I game? Do. I do. I do as well, yeah. All right, we'll start with Jared, because he is the king. The king. The king right now at 28-22 and 22 overall again. Damn, Don't forget that. That is impressive. 500. 56% on the year, coming off a 4-1 and one weekend. What do you got, Jared? Uh, I like the under in this game. Under uh, 49 and a half? Yeah, I think they stick with Drew Brees, even though I don't think they should. I think this is Teddy's team now. I think going back to Drew Brees after seeing what they could do with Teddy Bridgewater really messed up the motivation of this team. A lot of people are having a hard time associating that Drew Brees is just not the Drew Brees of past. No, I mean... If you go back to last year, like not even just this year with his injuries, if you go back to last year, he has fallen off. Like it is, it's a drastic drop-off, too, of what he's been able... Last year, they were carried by Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. They were. Yeah. And, I mean, he's he's dinged up, too, so I don't see... I don't Right see now, this. he's questionable. Yeah, I mean it's it's been I think the last two weeks he's been questionable. Yeah, so I mean yeah, well he didn't do dick last week. I, he played last week against the Falcons, but I don't think he did anything. Yeah, like I I see the under in this one happening. Uh, Bunk, the Bucks secondary did take a little bit of a hit hit this week. Uh, they released Vernon Hargraves, uh, first round pick. He was a Gator. He went to the went yeah. went to the Buccaneers cornerback, uh, and really just played like. He didn't care. Right. Uh, so they let him go. He's picked up by the Texans this week. Oh, uh, wow. I don't think that it's going to make a much of a difference. The guy really didn't play much yeah. uh, to, to make a difference, but I don't see them. I don't see I don't see this one running it up like most people want it to. Okay. All right. Well, what about, uh, so that's under yes. from Jared for the Bucks 
and the uh, Saints game under 49 and a half. And Mr. I got Daniel. the Bucks plus six. You Oh, that's a wow. That's a, you coming in with some sharp plays today. Okay. I got the Bucks plus six. Even if they don't win. I wouldn't win expect the, that from you. Even if they don't win the game, I don't think this game's going to be a blowout. So even if the Bucks only lose by three, either way, I just see that you know I could. It's a possibility I could see that happening. Like you said, the Saints haven't been playing that well. The Bucks have some had some tough losses, had some close losses, but they've won the games that they needed to win as well. They've been playing good. The defense has been playing good. I think they can stop Drew. Brees. They're playing in Tampa, so that gives them the advantage. It's not as you know. Yeah, no, for sure. A home game for the Bucks, mm-hmm. coming off a win. Saints coming off a loss. I mean, you think the Saints come out a little more motivated, but it's just like, what can they do? It's it's motivation is key, obviously, but it's also about what your talent level is. Not sure how good the Saints are going to play. I think that's sharp play at the plus six. I think a lot of people are going to hammer the Saints, mm-hmm. thinking that they're coming off this loss. They want to, you know. But listen. The, I really think that that Falcons game, uh, the Falcons like playing for Dan Quinn. They believe in Dan Quinn. They still play hard for Dan Quinn. And uh, I think that was evident last week in that game. It was. Yeah. And they made uh, some, yeah. There's some changes uh, coaching-wise yeah, as well. For they, sure. They gave guys more responsibility, like former for sure. coach uh, Raheem Morris. I read a story where, you know, it was there was a meeting where Dan Quinn was, like, apologizing to the team. And Julio Jones, who was not known for talking mm-hmm. at all, stood up in that meeting. And he was, you know, basically demanded that Dan Quinn stop apologizing because it wasn't his fault. It was on them as the players. For Julio Jones, the leader of your team, you know, arguably best receiver in football, I mean, who can stop him to yeah. stand up there and to have his head coaches back like that? I mean, it just speaks volumes. And that team showed up last week. Yeah. Now the question is, do they show up this week? They take on, they go on the road, take on the Carolina Panthers, who are coming off a loss in Green Bay. Uh, Panthers right now sitting at five and four. Falcons at two and seven. This game opened at minus seven. Panthers. It has now went all the way down to minus four. Panthers with the over under being at 49 does Atlanta show up two weeks in a row on the road mind you back-to-back road games very difficult right wasn't last week in New Orleans it was last yeah. week was in New Orleans yeah. uh Carolina they came off a tough they lost by a half inch well not really they were down by eight that was a chance to it, it, I had Carolina last week so it really pissed me off because they, if they <laughs> get the touchdown there I don't care if they get the two-point conversion or not because they cover but uh Christian McCaffrey falls just short they lose in the snow. I did think Kyle Allen played pretty well. And to get them, to drive them down the field, to get them in a position to win the game in Lambeau when it's snowing, it, it really did impress me. I feel like the line here is a bit tricky. It is. Starts it at is. seven. You don't see a line drop. I'll tell you this. you you In the NFL, you don't see a line start at seven and drop to four unless it was like Matt Ryan's plan and now he's not. Or whatever. Vice yeah. versa. Obviously, it wouldn't be like that because it's, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, oh, Matt Ryan's not playing. Oh, wait. Yeah, now he is. Then usually injuries are the only thing that will majorly swing point spreads like that. For, I guess, people to just straight up feel like, Vegas, you're wrong on this number. It should be much lower. The Falcons are going to come in and play hard makes me scared to death of this game scared to death because on paper you feel like the Panthers are clearly the better team yeah they are clearly the better team but it's just like what is this foul what is that the Saints win how do the Falcons want to finish the year are the Falcons on some kind of like mission to be you know to to keep to try to save Dan Quinn's job I don't know I really don't because it does seem like that locker room likes their head coach and if you don't like your head coach, you roll over and die, right? And you yeah. let the team fall off and that guy gets fired and you move on. But if you're like, no, this is on us as players, I, I just don't know. I wish I had a better feel for how that Falcons locker room was right now because 
this line is crazy for it to drop three points like that. Tons of money coming in on Atlanta. Yeah. Anybody got to play on this game, though? I got the Panthers minus four. You got the Panthers. Okay. You're sticking with it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to take a chance on the Panthers. Oh, listen, I, I do, like I just told you, I mean, like on paper, they're the better team. Yeah, so. They are. And I saw Kyle play last week. He does do great. He does have a little issue with turnovers, just like any other rookie quarterback in the yeah. NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope does. that he fixes it before next year because that's going to determine his status. Oh, well, I think, yeah, I mean, you're right. Depending on how this year goes, I think Cam's out. I yeah. think so. Uh, I feel like Kyle Allen. I feel like even with that loss to the Packers, like they, I think the Panthers left that game feeling as good as you can about yourself after a loss. Uh, Jared, you got to play on this game I at all? I do not. Okay. Yeah, I'm going right. to pass this one. Yeah, me too. I, I, I like the game. I can't wait to watch it. I'll say that. Uh, moving on. Uh, I feel like this is just a dumb play, but I can't help it because I'm a big Dick Nick fan. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars at four and five traveling to take on the Indianapolis Colts who are sitting at five and four. Uh, line right now, minus two and a half for the Colts, over under 43 and a half. It's, uh, man, I just, I feel like this Jags team is going to be motivated with Nick Foles coming back in. Jacoby Brissett, he is going to play, he's going to give it a go, but he is hurt. Mm-hmm. He's not 100% by any means. Uh, Colts have tend, you know, they kind of slowed down a little bit. Do the Jags, is it motivation that Nick Foles comes back in? Yes. Coming off a bye. I like the Jags here. Mm-hmm. They're my first play of the day, a plus two and a half. Anybody else got to play on this one? I do, I do as well, oh, yeah. Let's go with Jared King. Uh, I absolutely love the Colts. Okay. I don't care that they're dinged up or not. I like this team a lot. You thought they would turn over and die, basically, when their season started. Right. With, and, yeah, Andrew Luck retiring yeah, all of a sudden. They're not, they and, haven't. It's Jacob- impressive what they've done at five and four. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett doesn't want to sit. He wants he to play. I love this team. I'm picking the over forty over forty three for the game. I like that. Oh, Colts Jags over forty three and a half for Mr. Jared and Mr. Daniel. What do you got? I got the Jaguars plus two and a half as well. Okay, Jags plus two and a half. I just feel Nick Foles coming back. You know, he's used to winning big games. He did win the Super Bowl as a backup quarterback. He did, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. And this is a big game on the road. I just knows. think the Jaguars' excitement at the beginning of the year with getting Nick Foles, and you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, and, but now that team's kind of different with Ramsey being gone. But I, I don't know. I just think they need a break from Gardner Minshew. I think his, I, I think he'll be all right. I mean, he is a rookie, so it's like you don't want to write him off totally, but he kind of ran its course so far this year. Let's see what Nick yeah. Foles can do. I'm going to take a shot on the Jags plus two and a half as well. Okay, let's move on to... Nobody's got to play on the Broncos-Vikings game, right? No. Vikings 7-3, traveling, or actually at home, taking on the Broncos 3-6. and six. They're 10 point, Vikings 10-point favorites, over and under 40 and a half. Uh, nobody has to play on that game. Let's move on to the Jets. Tell me why. The 2-7 and seven Jets <laughs> on the road at the Redskins are two-point underdogs, over under uh, line at 38 and a half. I have the Jets plus two here. Why am I off? I don't know. I, I don't just, know. Maybe because Dwayne Haskins is starting and right. they don't know if he's going to be as good as everybody's predicting him to be. I got the Jets plus two here. I mean, I know they're coming off a win uh, last week against the Giants, which I thought was a pretty mm-hmm. yeah, pretty big win. Um, except for, you know, one thing I have realized about Daniel Jones, he's just a younger Eli. <laughs> That's I mean, it. He just turns the ball over like crazy. We're talking about the Jets or the Giants? I'm talking about the Giants, though, just from that game <laughs> yeah. last week, that Daniel Jones, because it's like, he threw four touchdowns, but he also had a bunch of turnovers. Yeah, he's had like the, so many turnovers yeah. this year. That's all Eli did. Anyways, Jets got that big win last week. Now they travel on the road to the one and eight Redskins. I, I I can't help myself. I mean, I might be a sucker play on this one, but I got Jets plus two. Anybody else got a play here? No. No. Oh, okay, perfect. 
So let's move on to Bills Dolphins. Anybody got to play? Bills on the road, minus six and a half, over under 40 and a half. I do. Okay. okay. What you got, Dan? I got the Dolphins at plus six and a half. You got the Dolphins plus six yeah, and a half? Yeah, I just there. seen the Bills last week. Maybe you're right. <laughs> the schedule was weak up until a certain point, mm-hmm. and it's showing. And I think they have been getting skinny by now. Like I said, they could win this game, but I don't think it'll be a by a touchdown. I really don't. Okay. All right. I like it. What about you, Jared? You got to play here? No, I skipped that one. All right. Let's move on to. What is obviously the game of the week, which I don't know how it hasn't been flexed to Sunday night. The Eagles and the Patriots? No, the uh, Texans and the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Texans, Ravens. Texans coming in off a bye. They're 6-3. and three. Ravens sitting at 7-2, and two, coming off a you know, just embarrassing beatdown of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, Ravens sitting at minus 4. Uh, when this line was released, it dropped down a little bit to minus 3.5, but then it's been back up to 4. Um, for the rest of the week, over under in this game's fifty one and a half. Uh, I actually got this game earlier in the week at four and a half, but I'm going to give myself four here for the podcast because that's what it's at now. I got the Texans plus four here. Whoa. I like Deshaun okay. Watson to come in and say, "Hey, you're not the only MVP here. You know, this is he's having an incredible year." Um, I like the Ravens to fall back down to earth a little bit. I think they're feeling themselves, which they should. They came off a big win against the Patriots. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about them. And I just feel like that's that time when the Ravens get punched in the mouth. I think the Texans are the perfect team to do it. I like them at plus four. Anybody else got to play here? Yes. Okay. okay. I'm going Daniel. against you. I got the Ravens minus four. All right. So that's your fifth play too, right? Yeah, that's my okay, fifth play. So you got Ravens minus four. So that's a, that's a lock off there between me and Dan. Uh, he's got Ravens minus four, and I have the Texans. What about you, Mr. Jared? Do you have a play here? I do not on this one. I, do, I like the over, though, in this one. Yeah, like, 51 and yeah. a half. Oh, yeah, I like there to be some scoring here. Anybody got to play in the Cardinals 49ers? This I do. Game. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, over-under is at 45 and a half. What do you like here? Uh, I like the over 45 in this one. I, I'm i uh, very high on uh, on Kyler Murray on playing on Dude, this one. So. I, I, I talked so much shit about this guy before he started, like before he was in the league. I was like, how's that going to work? And he has done nothing but come in and impress me very much. Yeah, he's gotten better as a year. Dude, he really has. He's uh, He understands what he's good at, and he understands how to execute that. And I, I was completely wrong about that kid. Yeah, 49ers defense is still there. The offense has fallen off, though, for this team. So, so do you like the over 45 and a half? Here? I do like the over 45. Okay. Right, I so think I because the way I always look at it, and this is kind of a stupid is way. Is George of, Kittle playing? I don't know. It doesn't say on here that yeah, he's doesn't out. Say. So I don't know. Let me look it up. Yeah, the, you looking it up, Daniel? I am. The way I always look at things is, can one of these teams get at least half that? Right. And I could definitely see the Cardinals hang tight with with the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. Forty five. So. That seems like a good number exactly. there, honestly. So George Kittle did not participate in practice on so Thursday. It's, it's still you, you don't know. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But Jared's rolling forty five and a half. The over there. Yes. Uh, arguably, I guess maybe the second best game of the week is the New England Patriots and the coming off their bye. Uh, their previous game, what they 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 lost to the Ravens, right? They lost to the Ravens and they had a bye. Yes. Now they're back this week. They're eight and one. They're on the road in Philly, taking on the Eagles, who are five and four. Over under is forty five. Right now, this game sits at Patriots minus three and a half. 
Daniel's already got his pick. So, Jared, do you have a pick in I this game? I do not on this game, no. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, let's move on to the Bengals and the Raiders. Raiders minus 11 and a yeah. half. <laughs> uh, 49. I can't imagine anybody has a play here, I right? I absolutely have a play on this okay, game. Okay, all right. What do you got? Uh, I'm going the under 49. I mean, this, this Bengals team isn't good, but I don't think they're going to let the Raiders hang 49 nothing on them. Yeah, so. right. I like that. 49. Okay, so under 49 in the yeah, Bengals-Raiders exactly. game. Uh, moving on to the Sunday night. Somebody tell me how this is a Sunday night game. I don't, I don't know. know. The Bears and the Ra- they flexed. No, they flexed. Too. I thought they changed the game. Did they change it? I heard that on they- here it's still that. I thought that they had flexed somebody, but it still shows here they that it's f- they flexed the Niners. Whoever the oh wait no that was last week. That was yeah. last week. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. Last oh, last week that was Monday night. Eleven Sunday night game. Hold on. Let me let me just make sure that this is because I feel like I heard flex all week. And it says Sunday night, yeah, it's the Bears at the Rams. <laughs> I don't get, I, I listen, I don't understand that one at all. I really don't. Um, but I do have a play here because uh, the Rams are six-point favorites in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bears. Uh, I, I think the Rams' problems are very legitimate mm-hmm. that they have on offense. Todd Gurley, there is just, I don't know. Some people say that the code's been cracked on McVay. Uh, it was an embarrassing loss to me that they had last week against the Steelers, yes. especially after they were coming off a bye and where they really needed to get their season go. I mean, think about it. Last week, heading to the Steelers game, they were 5-3. and three. Mm-hmm. They're in the division with the 49ers and the Seahawks. Yeah. You can't drop games to Pittsburgh on the road like that, especially without Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, oh, my God. The Rams, they got dominated by the Steelers, completely dominated. Bears coming in. Uh, they had a big win against the division rival, against the Lions last week. I like them to keep this game close. I like them to get up for this game. I like the Bears here, plus six. I think it's really two brutal offenses going at it. Over And you see the total why, because the over-under is at 40. Yeah, and so, I, I took a play on this one of yeah. over 40, and only because like uh, I feel like that number is way too low for this it's, game. It, it really is. It's almost like a gimme. It is. It, because it's uh yeah at 40 with the – I mean, come on. You just got to get to, you know 21-20. I, I feel like that's not, that's not a bad play at all. No. So I got the Bears plus six. Jared has the over. So that's only four games for me. So I need to go back here and pick one because <laughs> uh, that's how much, you know, I'm over here killing it. Uh, let me do this. Let me go. I like, I like the, let me go against you. I'm going to go Falcon. I'm going to take a gamble and go Falcons plus four. Okay. And just because I like to go against Daniel because I got to get, I got to make up some ground on him. Yeah. So I need wins and he needs losses. We'll see. We'll see, motherfucker. You've been having some bad games. I've been having some bad games. <laughs> I, I, I am. I would fade I mean, me. I was just happy I pushed last week, so I wouldn't be wanted for. I would. I would fade me like nobody's business because I cannot pick a winner. But those are my picks. So I got Jags plus two and a half. Jets plus two, Texans plus four and a half. I got all underdogs. Bears plus six and Falcons <laughs> plus four. Uh, my man Daniel has Bucks plus six, Panthers minus four, Dolphins plus six and a half, Jags plus two and a half, and the Ravens minus four. And King of the Hill, Mr. Jared, who's 28 and 22 overall, has the Bucks under 49 and a half, the Colts over 43 and a half, the 49ers over 45 and a half. 
the Bengals under 49, and the Rams over 40. Yes. Those are our plays. Follow us. Check us out on Sunday. Remember us. Talk shit. Tweet us. Whatever. All that good stuff. I appreciate you downloading. I appreciate you subscribing. I appreciate you rating the Degenerate Derek Podcast. And we will be back next week. Thank you, guys. The Degenerate Derek Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. If you think you have a gambling problem, stop listening to f***ing podcast and get help. Seriously. The Degenerate Derek Podcast. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.